You're listening to The Hungry Soul with Rachel Foy, covering all topics from spirituality, mindset work, beliefs, relationships, food, body image, business, money, self-expression, and more, helping you become a soul-fed woman. Hello there, gorgeous, and welcome back to The Hungry Soul Podcast with myself, Rachel Foy, and today is episode 44. Now, before we get stuck in with our gorgeous guest, and this was a really, really cool interview, and I know that you will get so much from it as always, I have a few questions to ask you. Would you consider yourself to be an ambitious business owner, or perhaps you are a corporate leader, but you don't feel happy despite your successes? Do you appear to maybe have it all, yet on the inside you feel like something's missing? Or maybe you've got your eye on success, but you feel really disconnected from your body and perhaps even from your life. And you find yourself having lost your passion and your pleasure, and maybe even feeling trapped in this pointless grind every day, which your life has now become. If you do, then what if I told you that all the answers that you're seeking right now are actually within you? All that you need to do is start to listen to your own soul-fed woman. Now, over the last couple of weeks, you may have heard me talk about the Soul Freedom Sisterhood, which is my six-month journey for a maximum of 10 women, and the applications are still open. We're starting in January. And I just want to invite you to see whether this might be something that is suitable and perfect for you at this time. Now, the Soul Freedom Sisterhood, it is for those women who who want to find themselves again. And perhaps after years of overgiving and overachieving, they are fed up of feeling exhausted, on the verge of burnout, and living a life which no longer lights them up. Because the thing is gorgeous, is that you have everything within you to live and create a successful and fulfilling life like you truly hold all the answers the problem though is that you have forgotten who you are so this is your invitation from me to you to start breaking that cycle of feeling like you do and relearn how to bring in more fun and enjoyment and pleasure into your life your career and your business so if that is something that feels right for you and you're going to know if it feels right for you then I want to just direct you with lots of love over to soulfedwoman.com forward slash sisterhood where you can find all about the soul freedom sisterhood and there's also um, an application button on there no obligation for you and I to just have a chat and find out whether it is the right thing for you at this time Um, and as I've said this is really a journey of exploration, of truth-telling. It's a journey that every single woman who will be a part of is going to get so much from because it really is about support, alliance, reconnecting and actually helping you to, to remove the masks, to change those stories and to help you embody your fullest potential as a soul-fed woman in a really safe and and beautiful place to do so. Okay, so that um, address again is soulfedwoman.com forward slash sisterhood or you can find all the information that you need and more. Okay, so let's move on to today's guest here at The Hungry Soul. Episode 44 is with India, who is Cosmic Healing High Priestess. Now, I say this in the interview, but I actually came across India last year when I was having a few little wobbles, shall we say, which I've been very um, open about in terms of not feeling 100% happy with my life and business at the time. And India really helped me. She helped me reconnect back to my my why, to my who, to 
to kind of my truth and as a result things have changed and pivoted quite significantly over here to be honest. So India is an Ascension Ambassador and a Divine Empowerment Specialist and she's been through severe traumas and health problems herself but she's come out shining brightly on the other side and now it really is her mission to help other people do the same and she does this with her cosmic holistic channeled methods and India is an absolute superstar. I loved working with her personally, I loved interviewing her here at The Hungry Soul and I know that you are going to get so much out of this um, conversation. So make yourself comfortable, here she is, India. So here she is, the gorgeous India. Hello, how are you doing? Hey, I'm great, thank you for having me. How are you, beautiful? I'm very well. My, uh, myself and India have got a bit of a, well, story as to how we know each other, which I might have explained already in the, the introduction to this. But yeah, it's so lovely to have you on the show. So thank you so much for being here, because I know that we're going to have a beautiful conversation all about the soul and feeding it and what that means. So, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I so enjoy watching you stepping into this role. It's so amazing. I'm very, very excited for you. So it's my oh. pleasure thank you well actually before we start and we get stuck in and uh, stuck into the questions i just want to publicly thank you because it was actually our work together at the end of last year that was the catalyst for me to go do you know what enough already i need to own who i am i need to step onto my path and yeah if i hadn't kind of come across you i don't know what i'd be doing now but i know that i wouldn't be fully owning this so thank you <laughs> thank you so much you're very welcome um, so, so i'm just going to sit here and <laughs> that's okay you could do that if you want to so do you want to um do you want to give a quick introduction to your beautiful self india because i know all about you and i know how incredible you are at what you do but for those people that don't know who you are what do you do in this big wide world of ours Okay, well, uh, I am, okay, I finally managed to kind of put it down into like two titles because it was so long. I am an Ascension Ambassador and I'm a Divine Empowerment Coach. What it really is, is that uh, on one hand, I am a portal for Ascension Energies and a bunch of other wordless stuff that is really hard to explain in words, to be honest. Uh, I do that part, but the most recent and I guess the passion project of it is, is empowerment, is self-worth, is helping women let go, especially women, not only women, but most women um let go of doubt claim their worth and uh, just really own who they are right we all go through so many things we all have a traumatized past one way or another and even those who don't really see it that way like we, we forget how to be ourselves we learn how to not be ourselves and how to doubt ourselves and it is my mission to help as many women claim their beautiful truth as i can Oh, did anybody else get tingles listening to that? It's like, yes, we need more of this in the world because you're so right. So many, well, so many people, but so many women do struggle with things like self-worth and self-belief and, and it's, and it's a bit of an epidemic. No, we don't. You're absolutely right. We don't talk about it, do we? Yeah, we, we treat trauma like it's the scarlet letter that you just, you know, I'm not traumatized. I'm fine. Nothing happened to you. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay that stuff happened to us. That's what makes who we are. There's nothing wrong with that. You, we don't need to hide it. We don't need to hide behind beautiful outfits and pretty smells and perfect meals. We're so much more than that. It's okay to be more. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay, it's okay to even be hurt and go through that stuff. And it's, it's actually very important. There's a lot of beautiful stuff to be discovered when you're willing to look at the darker aspects and the painful aspects of us. 
Absolutely. Um, I'm intrigued if you would like to explore that a little bit with us, as in what does that mean to you? So you said about exploring the darker bits. And I know when you and I worked together last year, we did some pretty cool out there things at the time for me, like really exploring what I thought was connection and, you know, kind of being guided on in terms of my path. Um, and I know like soul work, shadow work, dark stuff is just as important, isn't it? As stepping into the light all the time so how do you actually work with your clients like what are the things that you help them do and how do you do that with them okay well there's a lot of stuff it really it's really very unique and since i channel processes sometimes even i sit at the end of the session like oh my god that was so cool right i've never done that before so it's i, I would love to take all credit but i seriously can't because it's a lot of stuff is is channeled stuff that comes through the archangels um beings that are called the blue starborn or cosmic scene so i'm working with amazing beings that are not in form so they get to get a lot of credit for this um but it involves a lot of inner child work um, and not just in our child, like we all have a shadow aspect. We have incarnated so many times on this planet. We gathered memories. We have imprints from past lives, uh, from other dimensions. Like we have a lot of stuff that we carry with us and we usually hide from it. Now here's the thing, our true power is connected to it, to the inner child, to the painful part. You can't access all of it unless you look at those parts. And I guess what I do is really, since I've been through so much myself, I know how important it is to feel safe and loved and accepted and knowing that it doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter what so-called ugly sides you have. They're still beautiful. It is just our human perspective that we think, oh, this is bad. This is ugly. No, it's not. Yeah. We are here on this planet to experience all of it. And that really means all of it. Not just, not just the rainbows and puppies. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's so interesting kind of um, synchronicity. I was speaking about this. I think even just yesterday on, on my Facebook page about how often we kind of embrace this kind of work, like personal transformation and like spiritual development with that viewpoint of I'm broken, something needs to be fixed. I need to get rid of all of my dark shadows and all of those wounds and, and everything else because we somehow feel not complete until we do. But actually, as you've just said, and, and this was true for me working with you, it was actually realizing that actually I was already whole and I just needed to kind of accept that in a way and obviously, reinforce some of the other positive things as well but yeah i think that's a really important message to kind of spread as well don't you think it's incredibly important i mean <clears throat> i think yeah I, I posted it in so many places that healing does not mean fixing you it is just a journey of expansion because there's nothing to fix yeah. we're perfect we are your whole always it's kind of just returning to who we are like we fragment ourselves in so many little pieces and then those pieces act out that's kind of our soul's evolution as we come from source from source we go through dimensions and you know the beautiful beings that we are it wouldn't even fit into this body like this body could not take the energy of who we truly are so there's just a part of us in it and the rest of us is in other dimensions and it's just really coming back to who we are. It's not even becoming something. It's just remembering who we are. And we are here, this place, this planet we're on, it's all about experiencing allness. And allness means really allness, all of it. Like the archangels and other beings, they don't look at even the horrific events that are going on right now as something bad. It is just an experience. We label everything, right? We have these little boxes that we want to fit into yeah. of who we should be and how we should be. In reality, everything is beautiful. And we have to start with ourselves though. Like we can't have this viewpoint, like we can't really accept anyone unconditionally. We can't do the same with ourselves. 
and, and trust me, guys, I had so much to accept about myself. It was a really long list. <laughs> I'm a really bad girl on so many levels. <laughs> no, you're not, you're not the only one. I think, you know, most of us that are here to kind of spread the light and spread our message, we've often got so much of our own stuff to, to address. Oh, yeah. That too, so. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we are on um, the Hungry Soul podcast and I ask all of my guests this kind of at the beginning-ish because I'm curious as to what it means for you to be a soul-fed woman. So what does that mean for you? Oh, oh don't get me started. Um, it's a very important topic for me. Um, I, I follow a program actually, it's called Soul Nourishment. So it, it just resonates so much with everything that you do. And I so love this soul-fed woman. It's such a brilliant, brilliant idea and so important. Like you really grasp something incredibly important. It's just, what do you feed your soul with? Everything you ingest in your form. And this, not just food, that's thoughts, people, movies, music, books, every single thing that you surround yourself with is what you ingest in yourself one way or another, right? And you are your soul. That's who you are. So for me, soul fat is everything, every single thing. And I don't say I'm perfect because I, I can't suck at aspects of that times, but it's truly everything. And we need that. We need to really feed ourselves right. And of course, what is right can vary from people to people. But in the end, I think, I think it's also like a little bit of layers of layers of denial that we go through, mm-hmm. that we really don't want to face of what we eat or who we hang out with or what we do. We say, oh, no, the friendship is okay. Is it? Does it lift you up? Does it make you happy? Oh, it's okay to watch the news or watch the gossip magazine and read it. And I, I tell you, sometimes I find stuff on Facebook and I don't know which Hollywood actors do what. And sometimes I click, like, I'm not going to pretend I don't. But it doesn't serve me. I don't feel good afterwards. Yeah. I feel tired. I want to read more. It's kind of like addictions, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's soul-fed woman is, oh, my God, it's everything. Like, as you say that, I have this, I see this beautiful... It's almost like this earth goddess of, of really flowing energy, of being filled with everything, of truly, truly the soul is what's guiding it. And I think, I think it's so important. And I think it's, it's one, of the, one of the most important parts where we're in total denial globally about, about how, we, how we take care of ourselves in every way. Why do you think that is? Because I was going to ask you, like, why do you think sometimes as women, we do have such a hard time of actually listening to ourselves and acknowledging all these things, so the, the discomforts and the things that aren't feeding our soul and we just turn a blind eye. Why do you think that is? I just talked on my, my profile of 40 minutes pretty much about this. Um, it's conditioning. It's a global conditioning. Uh, it's a very deliberate conditioning. So it's not, not by accident. Um, Oh, we're, we grow up like that. Like you think about it ever since we're a little, we're small, we start to give away our power one way or another. We're told adults are always smarter than we are. You know, in our case, men are smarter and stronger than we are. So like we have, then we go to school and teachers and everything. And there's this entire layer of, of excuse me, but junk that comes over us and says, you have no idea of who you are and what you should do. And I, I just saw someone post something. And it's actually a dear friend of mine, and she was totally raving about the comment that somebody said that every woman is ready to be submissive. It's just men don't know how to lead. And I'm like, what the beep? I'm, like, I'm so upset. I'm like, that's not our role, people. But we're meant to believe that's our role. I mean, look at the, 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 the I don't, I don't want to get political, but you know, just look at the president of the United States. It's all about, you're a woman, you go there. I do whatever I want. No, 
it's not it's first of all it's equal and second of all it's it's the goddess energy that it's about to rise so it's we're we're meant to we're meant to be like this right and and the entire planet is just being so brainwashed about how we should live yeah i mean it's crazy like don't even get me started <laughs> about all the layers and levels this is gonna be a long podcast <laughs> okay so if we've got a 30 minute a 30 minute interview you might need to kind of condense yeah, that exactly. down but... <laughs> But I do want to pick up on something that you just mentioned then about the goddess energy kind of rising. And I know there's obviously there's a lot of kind of awareness and conversations right now that the world is shifting, the energy is changing. I know you and I did quite a bit of work around that as well. Um, and I'm guessing that you can feel it as well. Like there is this feeling that thing, particularly women, that divine goddess energy starting to rise. Yeah. I mean, even the Dalai Lama said so wisely that it will be the Western women who are going to save the world. And I, I would just like to take the Western part out. And I think women in general. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been living in a, oh my God, a patri, you're going to help me pronounce this word, patri, how you say that? Patriotic. Thank you. Like, it's really, <laughs> <laughs> I do that a lot. So yeah, it's, it's all about men, right? The king and... Um, I'm not, I'm just going to say the way I think it, right? Like it's the whole Bible, everything. We removed Mary. We made, we made women whore. Jesus, nobody had no, what? That is just not whatever. Um, but the point is, is that we have been made to believe for, for, for thousands of years now that women are non-existent and the word has been overpowered by male energy. I mean, if you look at it, again, I don't like politics that much, but the only person pretty much who's kind of trying to keep things balanced in a word is the only woman prime minister there is, right? Like everybody else is exploding all over the place and there are very few people who are trying to, and those are mainly women. Yeah. If women would lead the word, we would actually listen to each other. <laughs> it's a very different energy, right? It doesn't mean that women cannot explode and we cannot become hurricanes. Yes, we can. But there's a whole different energy to it. And right now, I mean, the ancient Mayans, I mean, I have spent many years working and living with the Mayan shaman. They talk about that as well, that it's time of the female energy, like the, the goddess of the earth is rising. And that's what's happening. And let's face it, this really men-run world does not like it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that, that kind of shift just seems so, so so noticeable at the moment like more so than I've ever noticed it before with like the conversations that I have with my friends and like you know people like yourself and you know, mentors and teachers and there is, is this massive shift which again for me it's that these soul-fed women are starting to step out and going do you know what it's my time like I need to start doing what I need to do which is empowering isn't it it's like oh things are changing <laughs> things are changing okay so I want to just um kind of backtrack ever so slightly in terms of your story because I know you being an amazing kind of teacher and like the, the mentor that you are you've been through your own lessons and you're still on your journey and you're still working through some of your stuff as you probably always will be like most of we us that lasts until we're in body yeah <laughs> absolutely so up until this point India what have you learned for yourself in terms of why has it been so important for you to really start listening to your soul and actually feeding your soul what your soul is craving? Like, why has that become so important to you? What have you learned from it? Oh, wow. Um, well, the first thing that comes to me is that without that, nothing really works, to be honest. If you're not taking good care of yourself, it doesn't, you can have the greatest of intentions, the most amazing abilities and whatever, whatnot, right? 
But if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't truly feed yourself and nourish yourself the right way, none of it will ever work on any level. Um, I'm also serving clients. Like that is my mission to be of service of the word. And if I don't take care of myself, I cannot help others. Right. And I was, I was, I was abusing myself, my body, my form, everything, every aspect of me for so long. I, I guess I learned it the hard way. <laughs> what not to do. The truly did not get me anywhere. It got me almost killed. So yeah, that really wasn't good. So has, has there been quite a lot of work for you involving actually trusting yourself? Because a lot oh of the people that God. I've interviewed have said, you know, the whole trust what my soul is saying and actually just leaning into it and relaxing into what I hear. That's often been the challenging part. So is, has that been the same for you as well? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God, it's been the longest journey. I have been the most insecure person on this planet. Seriously, I just wrote in a post somewhere, like next to insecurity, you had my picture in the, in the dictionary because I just I didn't trust anything. I thought I felt from a very young age, like I, I was, I was, I re my traumas really made me, like they started so early that all of my perceptions, all my self-trust was gone. Like I had none. Um, and of course it was one of the hardest, hardest journeys for me. And as I said, I almost killed myself. Um, uh, and, and then I really had a choice. Like I was, for me, it was either, either, you know, start to trust myself and start to find my way back home to myself or die. Like I really was at that end. Like I, it was no in between for me anymore. Yeah. And I started trusting myself bit by bit, but it was, it was a long process. <laughs> it was a really long process. And, and now I got to the end of that. The healing never ends, but I do trust myself. I know what to do. Sometimes I do not follow it. And then 10 minutes later, I so regret it because I knew it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it still happens. I know it will always happen. Uh, and that's normal. That's, I think it's a pretty human thing that sometimes you're like, yeah, well, it's okay. I can do it. No, I can't. Um, but yeah, I think it's the most important thing. And it's not easy. I mean, you have to get rid of decades of conditioning. And um, seriously, I love what you're talking about this because really this is what I've been just talking about for an hour. We have to we have to go usually against our our surroundings because our surrounding is based on who we were and likes us the way we are and when we start shifting our our life does not like it initially like it's it's you need to have you need to have friends you need to have a great coach you need to have whatever it is but you need support it's really hard to do it on your own really not I'm not saying it's not doable but it's really because when everybody else is against you and telling you why you're wrong and no matter how much you know you just keep going back to the same pattern over and over again so you gotta change you gotta cut your losses sometimes and, have, and make really hard choices yeah no absolutely and also kind of just from a very simple point of view it's like the head kicks in as well doesn't it it's like you get a gut feeling a soul feeling of what is the right thing for you to do but then the head can kick in and go oh you're really sure that's what you want to do and then you start fighting with yourself and that's also not the best place to be I'm sure oh. you've experienced that as well oh my god are you kidding me I always say I have one of the most stubborn egos on this planet <laughs> it's I'm serious like I have actual out loud conversations where I'm with myself where I'm seriously saying to just shut your mouth I don't care I spent the last month every time my head came up all I would say stand down soldier and I'm serious out loud like that because I'm like I'm not listening to you anymore like I don't care you can talk no but of course you have to get really conscious and aware of your own triggers and patterns yeah. to know to be able to differentiate between your heart and your soul because sometimes you know, when, when your ego takes you back to an old pattern, you feel relief 
because pushing through your problems, it felt like, you know, it was discomfort at first, even though it felt good because you knew you were doing the right thing, it was uncomfortable. And then your ego makes a good excuse and you step back and you're like, oh, you're right. Oh, it's better here. And no, it's not. Sometimes you have to walk through the fire. Sometimes walking through the fire is actually a great feeling. <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. It's kind of getting comfortable with that discomfort, isn't it? Which exactly. I know, again, is something that we can often, and I'm owning this for myself now, I have struggled with and I still do every once in a while, like stepping further into my truth and it's uncomfortable. And sometimes it just feels safer to just pull it back in again and just stay with where I am. But I know that that's also not what my soul wants me to do. So it's kind of, it's finding that, that fine balance, isn't it somehow? Yeah. I mean, eventually that comfort gets uncomfortable too, the ego comfort, but by then you're pretty far down the road. I know I always push myself to the very last minute in every single situation. <laughs> She's talking from experience, everybody. Oh yeah, I do everything the hardest way there is, like everything. <laughs> so based on then what you've learned about yourself and actually kind of listening to your soul and allowing that to guide you and you've talked a little bit about self-trust, um, one of the things that you do now that are kind of non-negotiable. So how do you feed your soul? What lights you up? What are the things that are kind of part of your, I don't want to say routine, but your, your ritual, like how do you, how do you keep working on yourself? Are there any things that are non-negotiable for you? Oh, there's a lot. Um, and the first one that came to my mind is actually very food, food related. It's that I'm a vegan. And it's non-negotiable anymore because I was being vegetarian and <laughs> my body broke down. Um, but it affects my energy so much. Like, I don't really want to go into the whole thing. And I'm so, my point to convert anyone. But if you really look at it, where all those things come from, then you just understand why. Um, other things. Uh, yeah, um, not being in situations where I can't be myself. And that's a hard one. Oh, that's a hard one. But now I can say with confidence that I do it I just actually I just stopped talking to my last childhood friends and that was hard people oh my god that was hard I mean these are people I grew up with I love them like brothers and sisters and I couldn't be myself around them I mean how do you have a conversation with someone like hey I'm not the person anymore I'm a cosmic being how are you doing <laughs> you can't do that really right yeah so I have to let go of people I never thought I'm going to let them go like throughout my journey and I thought I'd be myself I couldn't speak my truth I'm not talking to 90% of my family no 99% I only talk to my parents and these are these are hard choices but these are non-negotiable by now because that's not who I am and it doesn't serve me and I know most people can't understand it and people rebel against this but it's just it does not serve me and gossip stuff no gossip ah yes no magazines, no nothing. We tend to bring each other down so much. Women, every woman in the world, stop judging yourself and other women. Let everybody do whatever feels good for them. Let them be thin or let them be thick. Let them, let, let just them be. <laughs> Let's start to love each other. Like, I think these are the three non-negotiables for sure. And energy work every day. Like, you cannot maintain your energy if you don't pay attention to it. Absolutely. And I can hear in your answers, like, for you, you owning your truth is is fundamental, isn't it? It's like it's, as you said, it's non-negotiable, but in a way that it impacts. And it was never. I always, I was the number one people pleaser for so many reasons and so many levels. Oh my God. 
until I suffocated, literally. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's why that's why it's so passion, such a passion of mine to help others do the same, because I know it's hard. It's really, really hard to really own it. Like there's so many people who get to a certain level, but then they're oh I can't let go of them. Oh I have to talk to that person. Oh I have to go to that place. Oh I have no, you don't have to. That's the thing. You don't have to. Yeah. And those are hard. Those are really hard ones to take, really. And I don't even say all oh, my clients go there. It's just you know how. One of the most important things about our teachings or the teachings that I have learned and that I also represent and comes through me as well is take a person where they are ready to go, not where you want them to go. So you really help them get, I help people get where they're ready to go, wherever that is, without any judgment, just to make sure that they're, when we're done working together, that they feel better, a lot better, and, and that they have the tools so that they don't have to go back, right? Yeah. Not creating, not creating addictive relationships because that's, that's also unfortunately it happens a lot in this business it's not a business for me it's not a business but yeah in the coaching industry let's put it <laughs> in the, the coaching industry definitely um i want to know i want to ask you you've obviously gone through so many experiences so far in your human form and like you said they've been traumatic but they've obviously impacted you they've given you that opportunity perhaps to kind of explore things in a different way but if you actually think about some of those times now if you could go back in time when you had a hungry soul you weren't connected you were not soul fed is there any advice that you would have given yourself back then oh my god first of all uh it doesn't matter because i wouldn't listen <laughs> that's a good answer <laughs> I wouldn't listen I wouldn't listen I guess what I would do is just go back and hug her and tell her that I swear it's going to be better and I really 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 love you because she didn't think anybody loved her not I'm going to cry <laughs> yeah really just go back and just give her such a big hug let her cry herself out on my shoulders knowing she's safe because I never had anywhere to go to where I felt accepted in any way so all the major traumas that I had, and they were big ones, I had to deal with them on my own because I was always told, you know, just get yourself together. You're too sensitive. To, you're too whatever. So, yeah, I would go back and give myself a space, even just for 10 minutes where I could just cry out and feel safe and loved. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? So many people that I've asked that question to have all said something along the lines of, I tell myself I was good enough or I always tell myself that I am lovable and I am loved because I think so many of us, we have had those experiences, haven't we, that have left perhaps this emptiness that we've then had to kind of focus on at some point. Yeah. I think for all of us, it goes back to one form or another of I'm not enough. Mm. Oh, massive. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But that's global. It's not just women. It's everyone. Yeah. I think these, these conversations are actually part of addressing that, don't you think? Because the more yeah. women that can hear these messages about they're not broken, they don't need to be fixed, they need to embrace all of them, whether that be emotional, spiritual, physical as well, kind of lumps and bumps. The more yeah. women that can do that, they start to raise their vibration and actually become more soul-fed. And that's going to have a ripple effect. It has to. And that's yeah. what the world needs right now. Absolutely. That's what the world needs right now. So, India, before we wrap up, do you want to um, direct any of the listeners or viewers, actually, to where they can find you on the, the World Wide Web? So where, where are you located? Oh, my God. I am <laughs> I'm just located on Facebook. The truth is, is that uh, my personal profile is actually my page because there I can control who can see what I do I and mean, who can sign up. I don't like pages because then interesting people can sign up and I don't like that. Um, 
So um, um, my name is India Chavez uh, on Facebook. You can find me there. All my posts are public. And on my webpage where I am posting this week two fish and two freebies, that is one is an entire chakra healing meditation and a very like a topic that is really here <laughs> for us, which is about claim your worth. These are all free stuff that's on www.souldrive.org. And yeah, you can find me there. <laughs> can find you there so anybody that's obviously watching this there are um, links to India's pages that she's just mentioned if you're listening to this on iTunes then head over to the um, the web addresses that India has just given so we've actually come to the end already that was like a beautiful half an hour or so I know where did the time go I know right I think uh, I think next time I'm gonna she says next time I'm, I'm already assuming that you're gonna come on next time next time you come on we can start to maybe delve into a few more of the the other things that you that you're really so amazing with all kind of the fifth dimension and all the mayan stuff and oh i love it all so maybe that's a conversation for next time yeah now in the seventh now i'm holding a seventh port that dimensional portal so yay all kinds awesome. of <laughs> oh, great going on. i would love to thank you so much for having me like no words of the joy of of being able to like where we met how we started and now look at you how you oh my god i won't even get into it because i'm just gonna give it out I know, no, stop, stop, stop. I need to go now. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. See you later. Bye. So there you go, gorgeous. Another episode brought to you by The Hungry Soul. Now, if that conversation has got you a little bit curious about your own journey right now and how perhaps you can start helping yourself to become more self-fed, but maybe you've got no idea where to start or what that might even mean for you, don't panic. We've got some fabulous gifts for you that are all completely free. All you need to do is head over to soulfedwoman.com forward slash free dash resources. And over there, there's workshops, handouts, meditations, and loads of other goodies. So go and grab as many of them as you want to. Can't wait to speak to you soon. Bye.